Are you finally ready to drive major traffic to your website or maybe even your podcast? Okay, today my special guest, Rachel Ngome, is here to share all of her Pinterest wisdom. That's right, we are diving into Pinterest and she is going to unload all the tips and strategies so you can drive major traffic to your website and build your email list. Rachel is the host of the She's Making an Impact podcast. She is a business and lead generation expert, helping purpose-driven female entrepreneurs drive more traffic, leads, and sales through Pinterest, blogging, and strategic use of automation. Rachel went from being on food stamps with negative $400 in her checking account to a multiple six-figure online business, and now she helps others do the same with her signature courses and programs. Grab your coffee or maybe your whiskey, and let's dive in. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into personal branding, how to build our businesses on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now photographer and podcaster. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, put on your comfy sweatpants, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. We're going to dive into Pinterest today and how it can be a major driver in your business. So let's get right to the meats and potatoes of this conversation. Hi, Rachel. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm glad you're here. And, you know, I think a lot of us hear so much about Pinterest and the potential of Pinterest, but then I know for myself, I sometimes look at it, I'll make some pins, get into a habit of pinning, but then I'm not seeing traction or it's falling down or I like forget about to do it. So Rachel, before we get into specific like tips and strategies, why Pinterest? Why do you focus so heavily on that platform? A few reasons. One of my favorite things is it helps you work smarter, not harder. So I think about Facebook and Instagram and on those platforms, you have to show up all the time to be relevant and think about like Instagram stories and that kind of thing. It's like every hour you have to show up with Pinterest, you create content and it lives on. And so I have my first blog that I started is in the fitness space and I haven't touched that blog in three years and it still has thousands of people coming to it every month from Pinterest. So that's one of my favorite reasons why is it just works for you over time and you're working a lot less on, cause I like, I'm a big believer in having a business that gives you a life and not being a chain to your business. And so creating systems and having smart strategies that are going to help you reap the rewards of that down the line. Right. So you're not trading mm-hmm. time for money and it's just a lot a lot easier. Um, other reason I love it is it's a search engine. So think of it like a visual search engine and on Facebook and Instagram, people are there and they're usually there to connect with other people. And so for you to succeed on those platforms, you have to be really good at pattern interrupting, right? So they're scrolling, they're there to connect and you have to be like, Oh, stop. 
I got to get your attention. On Pinterest, they're there looking for something specific. And if you can get in the head of your ideal client, you can actually show up and be that solution to their problem that they were searching for. Oh, that's so interesting. So think as Pinterest as a search engine. It's not a social media platform at all. Absolutely. And is Pinterest really SEO uh, heavy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So if someone wants to drive traffic to their website or really any other platform, let's say a podcast, Mm -hmm. can you share like your best tips and strategies? Because we get on Pinterest and sometimes I think we don't know where to focus our energy on Pinterest because you hear like you should be pinning 30 to 50 times a day and you need to have like seven different graphics for one blog post. It's almost like, I don't know where to start sometimes with Pinterest. So where does someone start to start driving that traffic? Create content that's helpful and you can repurpose the content you already have. So you can take this podcast, create detailed show notes, put it on your blog, create a graphic, and then put that on Pinterest, driving traffic to that blog post. So it doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing. It can be as simple as using the content that you already have just making sure it's transcribed. Um, are you creating detailed show notes for it? Creating a graphic that goes really well with it. And we can talk more about graphics and SEO and all of that um, and putting that on Pinterest. And that was going to be my next question is, does the graphic matter? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so here's actually something fun that you can do. Just open up Pinterest on your phone with me. Okay. And start scrolling and go until you see a pin that stops your scroll. Okay. Did you find one? Mm-hmm, I did. Let me see your pin. Okay. It's perfect. So it's got big, bold text on it. It's easy to read. It's got a reference to a freebie and I'm assuming it's on brand and it's got a bright color as well. And so those are all that literally hit like everything that I would say is have big, bold text on it. You don't want small font. That's hard to read or like scrolly font or anything like that. You want to have bright colors. You want to have a headline that's going to grab your attention, have it be on brand with reference to a freebie. Wow. You simplified it yeah. in a matter of a minute. That, that was incredible. And so maybe that's what it is. I think people are spending way too much time on their graphics and trying to make it perfect. Now, when you said on brand, do yep. you mean just matching your brand colors? Yeah. It's just your brand colors, your brand font, your logo. Okay. I like and it, that. It gets to be so simple. Like just play around with it. Use Canva. It already has the Pinterest size that you have and just, you create a pin, see how it works, test different, like, um, test, like for our brand, I was testing, like, does it work best when our background color is red or does it work best when we have like the bar red in the middle of the pin? So just test stuff out and then you can duplicate what works and just hit that duplicate button on Canva and it makes life so simple. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit SEO because I know we have a a title for our pin and we have the description. Mm -hmm. Where does SEO matter in that? Because I see a lot of pins that might just have a title, no description. They have like, might have one word title. That title, do we need to use as many keywords as we can in that title? So you want to use keywords, but you also want to make sure you're speaking to a human. 
Okay. Right. Cause it's, it's a human that's going to read it and then come to your blog. So you don't want to just keyword stuff in there, but you want it to be keyword friendly. And so you can do some re- research on Pinterest to see what your long tail keyword, a long tail keyword is just a short phrase that your ideal client would be searching for. So for example, I wouldn't use the keyword weight loss in my pin title or description. Cause that's been used a million times and you're never going to rank for it. An example of one of my pins that's still driving traffic is endomorph diet plan for beginners. So get specific, super specific, super niched down. Literally three years later, that pin is still driving thousands of traffic to our website. So it's a short phrase that your ideal client's actually searching for. Okay. So in my instance, I'm not going to use the generic term Instagram planning, maybe in my title, because that's, I think Instagram would be used so often, but think of what is in that Instagram planning and go deeper with that, with language that my ideal audience would use. So yeah, you can go to Pinterest and start typing in the search bar and Pinterest will actually autofill and show you what people are really searching for. So if you want to help people with Instagram, you just go to the search bar and start typing Instagram. Okay. And then see, it's popping up right now, Instagram captions, Instagram story ideas, Instagram highlight covers, Instagram picture ideas, Instagram... And then I'll strike, all right, Instagram planner template, Instagram plan, Instagram, let's see, planning. Yeah, Instagram planning template, Instagram planning posts. So those are the most specific long tail keywords that you should use. Okay, so use Pinterest to see what your audience is looking for and then use that in your title. And then what about the description? Are we making those? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You want to use the long tail keyword in the title and the description and the description. Again, you're speaking to a human. So the description could be something like want to learn how to do Instagram planning, like a boss in this post, I'm going to share with you my top five hacks on how to get started with Instagram planning, repin and be sure to grab my free Instagram checklist. Okay. Now here's the next ultimate question. How often should we be pinning new stuff because we want our stuff to be out there evergreen but is there such a thing on Pinterest as being consistent I guess is what I'm asking yes you want to be consistent you want to be uploading fresh content Pinterest really likes fresh content um so ideally every day you're pinning something And so that doesn't mean you have to be writing a new blog post every day necessarily. You could take the same blog post and repurpose it with different pins, different pin descriptions. Um, And I would space it out. So let's say you have like four blogs from this month, four blogs from last month. I would just space it out where today I would pin like this week's blog. Tomorrow I I would pin the week before that's blog and then like so on and so forth. So it's not the same thing every day right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you're getting some fresh content on there and you're not being too repetitive. And when you're talking pins, just for our listeners, you're talking about the specific graphic that you're uploading yep. and that mm-hmm. is considered your pin. Now, do yep. you believe that people should be using um, other services like Tailwind to pin on your behalf? Totally. Tailwind just makes life a lot easier. If you're using Pinterest and you're uploading manually, it's I mean, it just save time, you know, uh-huh. it's like you can sit down and spend 30 minutes for an entire month and then you're done and you don't have to worry about Pinterest again. 
Okay. That's awesome. Now I do have a question on boards. Yeah. You have your own boards and you, mm-hmm. how many do you think you should have within, do you think you should have several within your niche? I would have like five. Okay. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have like more than 10. Okay. So we have our boards. How do you feel about group boards? I think they're okay. I think they used to be really great and then they got spammy. So they could be a part of your strategy. I wouldn't rely too heavily on that as a visibility strategy. I think Tailwind Tribes are still a lot better. Um, So I would do a mixture of Tailwind Tribes and group boards. Okay. And how, what's a good strategy for Tailwind Tribes? Because you can only upload a pin like one time, correct? Technically, yes. Um, (laughs) Technically. Um, So the strategy is follow the rules of the tribe. So it's typically, it's like a one-to-one. You upload one pin, you share one person's pin. And so follow the rules and work together to see how you can help each other win. I would be uploading that pin to that tribe and then join as many tribes as you can actually maintain. Um, I wouldn't join like 50 of them. You do have to pay after, I think it's like five or 10 tribes. I forget what the limit is. I think it's five. Okay. So after five, then you're going to pay. But the cool thing about Tailwind is they have a great referral program. And so if you just share Tailwind with other people, you can get credit towards your account. So you might not ever have to pay and get unlimited, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I would, I would join five and then start uploading after a couple of weeks look at those five and see which ones are actually working because it'll show you like this tribe has given you this reach and then you can see which one is working and then which one's a dud and you can just leave the one that's a dud and join another one. Okay. I like that. And speaking of, you said, look at what's working for you. Let's just chat just a quick bit on analytics because I will just look at my phone and I will see at the top. I think it just gives you your views mm-hmm. and I will notice when I put up new pins, cause I tend to upload a few new pins like once a week. So when I put up my new pins and I schedule them through Tailwind, I'm noticing like in the beginning of the week, like, wow, my view skyrocket. Mm-hmm. And then there seems to be a dramatic drop off. And then there's a dramatic incline. Should I pay attention to that? Is that telling me anything or is it something that. What do you think it's telling you? I'm not really sure. <laughs> It could be when you pin, you're going to get more views. And so just ask yourself, could I pin every day instead of once a week? Okay. Well, I have it scheduled. So I schedule my pins once a week and I'm making sure through Tailwind that the pins go all through the following week. So I'm never not pinning. Okay. But I notice in the beginning, there's a dramatic increase. And then by the weekend, it's falling off again, which is, but I'm still pinning. So I'm wondering, get get curious because I know like within Pinterest, there are seasons, there are seasons that work better than other seasons. So like with my fitness business, January, February, March. Awesome. After that, it starts to drop off for the rest of the year, basically. Okay. (laughs) Because that's when people are most interested in setting New Year's resolutions and focused on their health and fitness, you know, towards like October, November, December, not so much, right? Mm -hmm. And so looking at trends of days of the week. So maybe on certain days of the week, your ideal client is more likely to be there on Pinterest searching for something than other days of the week. That's really interesting. So I could... I'm wondering through Tailwind, because I know you have your options to pin more on certain days and less on others. So I can Mm -hmm. have my Tailwind concentrate 
on when my increase is at its highest level. Yep. Okay. So I really need, so we really need to pay attention to our graphics and make sure that they have the bold title, the big title it's leading to our lead magnet, our brand colors. And then we need to concentrate on our five to 10 boards, Mm -hmm. get with the tribes on Tailwind and then just be super, super consistent. Yep. And one of the biggest things, um, I want to mention is Pinterest is used to drive traffic to help you build your email list. And so you don't want to just drive traffic to a blog and have a little thing at the bottom of the blog that says subscribe to my newsletter because nobody wants that. You want to make sure that you're offering a free gift in exchange for someone's name and email. And that free gift should really be related to the content that they're searching for on Pinterest. And so if I have a blog that's all about eating keto, I don't want my free gift to be just like general weight loss or something completely unrelated, right? So I had like my free keto grocery list or my free keto meal plan that was super related. And so offering something that's related and also making sure that you're referencing that freebie within that specific blog post and having a pop-up. And one more quick question. What is, in your opinion, what is the average pins a day? Is it really dependent on what the person does or is there kind of a standard in the Pinterest world? I would say do five at least. I wouldn't do, you don't need to do more than like 20, especially not more than 30. Um, I would aim for five and then just, just, I mean, marketing is all about testing. And so just look at your account, try five a day for a couple of weeks, see how that works. If you up it to 10, see if that changes your traffic at all and then just play around with it, you know? That's really helpful. So thank you so much, Rachel. This was like a ton of information packed in a small amount of time, but I know my mompreneurs, that's how they like it. Give it to me and give it to me quick, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because we now have to go on with our lives and e-learning and all that jam. So, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So Rachel, I know that I'm going to have a lot of listeners want to connect with you because I do have to mention that you do have a podcast so they can listen to your podcast for more of your Pinterest wisdom. And then of course, connect with you. So where can they find you? Yeah. So we have the She's Making an Impact podcast. You can go check that out. We have our um, free Pinterest guide, 10 smart strategies to using Pinterest. And that's just pinwithrachel.com. Awesome. And then you have a a workshop coming up? Yeah. So I have a three day Pinterest workshop coming up. It's going to be, let me see, um, February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And on that workshop, it's literally taking my DIY course, Pin With Purpose, and it's breaking it down for you exactly what it is that you need to do to succeed with Pinterest. And it's very much hands-on, like you'll be able to ask me any questions and look into your Pinterest account, all of it over the course of those three days. It is pretty amazing, if I do say so myself. Um, And it's only 47 bucks to join. Um, And just for reference, our course sells for $500 on our website. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, I I know a lot will get, you know, a lot of people are going to get a lot out of that. So I'm going to make sure that that's in the show notes. Make sure you get into Rachel's workshop. So thanks again for being on the show, my dear. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com 
to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.